Welcome to Hot Off the Press, a podcast that provides knowledge and emotional support for new and aspiring printers. I'm Jillian of Studio Soprano. And I'm Mariah of Mariah Creates, and we are two letterpress printers who believe in sharing our knowledge and learning together. We're here to help bridge the gap between antique printing methods and modern design. So hang up your apron, put down those palette knives, and let's get into what's hot off the press. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Hot Off the Press. I am Jillian from Studio Soprano, and I am here with the gorgeous Mariah of Mariah Creates. And we are excited to talk to you today about the one thing that drives us absolutely insane all the time, and that is inking issues. Oh, yeah. This is one of our most common text conversations. <laughs> it's also <laughs> something that we see like in online letterpress forums, in questions, troubleshooting, etc., all the time. Like, is it a plate issue? Is it a roller issue? Is it a make ready issue? Is it not enough ink? Too much ink? Well, you get the idea. There are tons of considerations for troubleshooting issues, and we are here to help narrow it down for you and hopefully help you survive the next inking issue that you encounter. Because it will yeah. happen. It always does. <laughs> it always does. It, you know, and it doesn't even matter, like, how experienced you are I swear there are just some days where like every press or the mix the humidity levels like there are so many things that could factor into your ink and ugh. so let's just oh well did we put humidity or temperature on here anywhere oh my gosh no but (laughs) okay Okay, so how to know if your printing issue is directly related to inking um you can start like with sometimes there will be like Let's just start with the fact that if you register your plate without ink on it and you make sure to check the impression before you ink up the form, that can be really helpful in this entire process because if yes. your impression is even, but then when you run ink over the, the form, uh, there's some section of the plate or the form that you're printing that doesn't get ink um, or ink isn't making it onto the paper, then that's how you know you have an inking issue. If the impression is perfect, but it's still not printing right. We're talking about the inking uh, issue or the plates. So that's where we're at. And that's such, I was just going to say, that's such a good way to like narrow it down because it's kind of like, there's all these issues you could have when you're letterpress printing. How do you know specifically that it's an inking issue and you can really narrow it down by registering your plate without any ink on the press? Like that should be step one. Yeah, that eliminates like an entire world of problems. If your form or your plate is is making an even impression, but it's not inking up properly, then you've narrowed it down already. So hugely helpful. Um, so sometimes like you examples of inking issues, you could see that there's like a lack of ink or too much ink on one section of your plate. If it's the whole plate, you've probably got too much ink or not enough ink on the press itself. But uh, if it's like a section of the pr- of the plate or whatever you're printing, that could be a problem. Um, if you notice a pooling of ink around the letters or the artwork, like like it's kind of like a halo or the letters seem like too bold or too blurry than what you had intended. Um, or if one side of your print seems like bolder than the other side of the print. Um, so there's a ton of ways that this can manifest, but those are some kind of general ideas of what to look out for. So let's talk about the different areas that you can troubleshoot. And I'm going to run through this list really quick, and then we'll dive into the actual troubleshooting. So the first area is going to be 
your ink disc or your ink well, whichever kind of press you're operating. So ink disc or ink well. The roller height definitely could be an issue. The plate location on your base could be an issue and you want to make sure that the plate is actually on there flat, that there's no wrinkling underneath the tape or anything like that. So the plate, the plate quality could be a huge issue. And that, that was probably the hardest one to identify. And we're going to get into that a little bit later, but, um, I want to make this note. If you are having an inking problem, you should not have to adjust your packing. So if you've already ruled out that this is not an impression issue, it's not like a calibration of your platen issue, it's purely about ink, then you really don't want to be adjusting your packing at this time. You want to be looking into these other areas, the roller height, the ink disc, and the plate. Um, For sure. So I'll... I'll start with like these first few, Mariah, but I think you and I should like bounce back and forth because we'll have personal stories to tell. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Which is awesome. Um, So when you're starting, the most important thing to keep in mind is that while you're troubleshooting, you should only be changing one variable at a time. So if you've noticed an inking issue, don't go like put more ink on and take off tape and do this and Adjust do that. Adjust rollers and yeah. Because <laughs> you're going to drive yourself mad. You won't actually know what caused it. So it's a very or what pati- fixed it. Or what fixed it. Yes. It's a very patient process, but definitely like go one at a time. So the first thing you want to do is listen to the sound of the ink on your rollers. It should have like a subtle velvety Velcro sound um, without being too tacky. Like the more you print the more you're going to be able to easily identify the right sound for the ink mixture that you have up on your disc. Because if there's a lot of transparent white, it actually sounds a little bit different than if it's like just a solid like green, like green is really dense. Um, So weird. (laughs) But so like that's the first thing that's kind of like an easy indicator. Maybe you were rushing and you threw too much ink on or you were being cautious and you didn't put enough. If your rollers aren't making that like subtle velvety Velcro sound, um, it could just be ink level. Yeah. And, you know, depending on what type of ink you're using, like my press, my ink disc on my Chandler Price has some like, you know, years of wear and tear on it. So I can see like, I can see like a scratch on that part of the ink disc and I can see some like patches of different like discoloration on the, on the ink disc. So if I can see through, especially darker colors, if I can see through like when I'm using black and it's starting to like show some of the features of the ink disc, I know I don't have enough ink on there and Mm -hmm. that could definitely impact, especially if you're printing a larger surface area. So, um, or if you like printed a large job in one color and then you're going to print a smaller plate in another, in, or you you started with a small plate and you're printing in black and then you move on to the next project, which is a larger plate, but it's also printing a black, that amount of ink that was good enough for the small plate is not going to be the same amount of ink you need for the larger plate. So those are considerations when you're talking about ink level. Um, in addition to sound, you should be able to visibly see if there's enough ink on there, or at least get close. Um, and then you know, the coverage on the rest of your plate where you're not having the issue will also tell you a lot about what the issue could be. Um, Because if certain areas are, you know, they're giving you a nice, perfect coverage print, then clearly that's not, that ink level is not the problem. Um, Yeah. And the ink will also have like a pebbled look 
if you have too much on. Like it'll honestly look like as if your ink disc got goosebumps. There will be this like slight pebbling to the ink because it's tacky and it's pulling it up. And you'll notice it on the ink disc, you'll notice it on the rollers, and you'll even notice it within your print. You'll see like little tiny speckles. That's a sheer indicator of too much ink being on your press. Um, And we'll get at the tail end of this episode, we'll talk about like best ways to resolve that. But the first thing you want to do is just check out the the visual and audible aspects indicators yeah (laughs) your little your little tools your little indicators yeah the senses that you were made with yeah for sure um I think the next thing that's really important that I have personally dealt with is to make sure that your chase is um locked into or I'm sorry that your base is locked like especially if you're using photopolymer plates but your form as well so if you're using type make sure that none of your type is overly tightened and bowing out or or caving in or anything like that. Make sure that if you're using a photopolymer base that it is locked into your chase correctly and it is all level and even. I actually have, uh, my press came with an extra chase, which (laughs) turns out because one of them is bent. And (laughs) so if I put it in the press one way, it fits right and it looks right. If I turn it around 180 degrees, it is does not meet the back of the bed of the press at all. So it's, you know, it's like simple things like that. (laughs) It's simple things like that, that once you know that it doesn't work, you're like, oh, well, that's obvious. Um, So just making sure that your base is locked into your chase correctly, that your form, if you're using type or whatever, is not overly tightened with your coins, etc. Use a flat surface to make sure your chase and everything is is level-ish. And then hopefully, if you've done that, put it back in the press and maybe your issue will be resolved. You never know. Yeah. And then also make sure that your chase is inside the bed flat. Fully. Like I've, yeah. I've had an issue where, to be honest, I don't even know what happened. It could have been the heat. It probably was the heat. But like my chase wasn't sitting all the way down into its like little feet. And so then the indicator was that the little latch that goes on top of it wasn't coming, locking down all the way. But at first I didn't know. And of course I went through the rest of the list and I was changing my roller heights and all this stuff. And it turns out the <laughs> freaking chase just wasn't locked in all the way. Um, do as we say, not as we do. Do as we say, not as we do. Okay. <laughs> so once you have checked the base and the chase, I love that. Yeah. Um, it's time to check your rails. Now for me personally, this is where 90% of my issues can be resolved. Um, for whatever reason it you know Gordy's super old my rails are very uneven it's like you could see it you don't even need a tool to tell you how uneven the rails are um and a lot of printers have this experience where like when we talk about taping the rails it's not necessarily like a single sheet of tape all the way (laughs) up it's like little tiny pieces of tape here and there all this stuff but one of the things that can happen is you might get like a bump in that tape Um, maybe your studio was a little humid and the, the glue, the adhesive kind of warped a little bit and it just gravity took hold. So you might have a little bit of warping in the tape. If you leave your rollers on your press religiously and you have any kind of tape that could be compressed, which is pretty much all tape, 
um, you're probably going to get indentations. So that can also be the issue. Um, so you want to check all of that. Has any residue built up? I get a lot of residue on my tape. Yeah. And I'm like literally I, thinking I need to go out and replace mine right now because I remember it's bad. Yeah. So kind of kind of like how when you're doing your make ready, it's nice to put a solid sheet of paper um, on, on top. The very top. Like it's almost nice to put a solid piece of tape on top too because then when you peel that off to get rid of the residue, you can actually leave all of the like special areas as long as they're still in good condition. Yeah. But totally. – um. You can actually adjust – the whole point of putting tape on is to adjust your rail or your roller, roller height. height. So you can actually adjust your roller height in very specific areas by adding small pieces of tape as you go. So that is one thing that you can do um, if you notice maybe there's an over-inking area on your plate. Every time. Every time. You could like add yeah. a little piece of tape there. And if there's an under-inking area – might need to remove tape so like that's probably the one that we you know for lack of a better term dick around with the most (laughs) well and you know it's just part of the nature of the presses being very old is that like things are uneven things are crooked things get worn more than other things just is part of the factor so um you know just the name of the game right yep um, so then you're going to want to check your trucks. Um, those are the little, I don't know what to call them, little like wheels on the end of your rollers, I suppose. Um, so that goes over the rails. So obviously you've checked your rails. You've made sure there's no bumps in it. There's no areas that need to be like added to or subtracted from, right? So your rails are good. So then maybe your trucks, there could be residue, like even just a piece of like, like a little bit of ink on your rollers could be enough to make that one roller hit a weird spot like and my trucks get dirty I think that's how the rails get dirty but you know like that mm-hmm. gets dirty too so if you're if your rails were dirty you're definitely going to want to clean your trucks as well and vice versa um so checking your trucks making sure that they're all clean and there's nothing kind of like build up on them but also making sure that all of them look pretty even like they could wear down in differently like I have three rollers I don't always use all three so hypothetically two of my trucks are much newer than the other four trucks that I have So maybe you switch them out. Who knows? There could be all kinds of possibilities. Um, If the trucks seem to all be good and they're all clean and everything looks right there, then you're going to want to check your rollers. Um, You could, one of the things recently I did, I initially was printing with two rollers, having an inking issue. I added a third roller because my press normally has three. I don't always run with them. I added that third roller and it seemed to improve it. It wasn't perfect, but it did seem to improve it. So that could e- that could be an easy fix in my book. Adding that third roller, if you have the matching trucks and everything else, um, and you've gotten this far, that could be an easy solution because then you have a third chance to hit that section of the plate, right? Um, if that third roller doesn't work or you don't have that option because you're already running with all of your rollers, make sure you check them. Um, sitting on a flat surface or... Uh, like in a drawer on their sides, touching the bottom of the drawer, that could cause them to have a flat spot. Um, If you've left them on the press, that could also be an issue, whether or not they were on a form or sitting on the ink disc, for example, that's another flat surface. Um, If they were sitting on the form, then they could have a whole bunch of like higher or lower spots. And it doesn't take all that much time, I don't think, for them to like gain a flat spot or an indentation. So 
definitely something to look at. You can visually inspect them um, and just feel them, especially if they're clean. That'll probably give you a good idea, especially if there's like little ridges or a scratch or something in them. Um, so yeah, definitely check your rollers and make sure that those are looking good, looking even, and they look like from end to end, like they're smooth and flat. Um, yeah, I think that would be, <laughs> that'd be really sad because rollers are not cheap and you know, it's like that could really, that could really mess up your whole job. So yeah. Well, yeah, well. you definitely want to be careful to like not leave your rollers sitting on anything they should always sort of be like free form like we actually we drilled two holes there's a lot of ways you could store rollers but we drilled two holes into um the wooden sleds that gordy sits on and i just like stick the rollers into those so they just like (laughs) stand up vertically when i'm not using them yeah, I've heard that um, you should store them like upright, like like one end sticking up in the air. And yeah. I think it's really interesting to think about because like if you store them upright for long enough, does one end, like the lower end, does gravity like make one end fatter than the other? Is it like the so. same? Damn, that'd be no. fun. Um, imagine just like <laughs> having a fat side on one roller. <laughs> I don't think so, but who knows? We'll ask Zach. He would know that for sure. So if that doesn't happen, Zach will let me know. Um, yeah. Then wouldn't storing them horizontally, as long as they're not touching something flat, wouldn't it be the same effect? Like you wouldn't have like one, like the bottom droopy end of a roller, would you? I don't think so. But there could be a way like the way that certain like chemical or um, like elemental chains, like literally when you're going down into the microscopic level, the way that the like chain is. Forms, Yeah. Like and maybe the way the rubber is like put onto the roller because it looks like it's kind of in like sheets, oh, if you will. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So it might be the same way that like paper and wood are stronger against their grain than they are with their grain. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's or one way or the other, whichever way it is. But well, I can't wait to get our experts' feedback on the structural integrity of. We rubber. should like insert it into this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pop quiz okay. for Zach. Um, okay, okay, so you check the so, rollers. Yeah. You've added the extra ones if you need to. What do you do if your section of your plate is still under over ingrain? What okay. do you do? So if a section of the plate is like, let's say there is an actual blank space, or sometimes it's not even a straight line. Sometimes it's just like a weird, strange area of your plate that is under or over inking. Try moving the plate, even if you're not going to perfectly register it. This is a really good test because what could be happening is your plate can actually have a manufactured defect. So you can either flip your chase around 180 degrees and do a print. Um, You can also just move the plate slightly and just see. See if like moving it into a new location corrects that inking issue. If it does correct the inking issue, then you probably still have an issue with like your something with your roller or the roller height. Um, but you may be able to just move the print, move the plate and then run that print in a new location that might solve it for you. And then you might want to revisit maybe having your rollers refurbished or taking all the tape off your rails, but you could save that for another day, but definitely try moving the plate around and seeing if that fits it. You can even try putting other plates up onto the press to see if that fix it um but 
It could a be really- a manufactured defect. Like your one yeah. side of your plate could be a little bit higher or lower. You may have gotten like a period or a dash mark or something could have just washed off. Or we have also out. experienced that your plate may just have residue on it and you might just need to take a dry rag and give it a good rub and yeah. re-ink it and voila. Like, Well, the I think one of the most common things that you see, especially with like two rollers versus adding a third one is ghosting as well. So like yes. your rollers, if it's a larger plate, especially, or if there's like a lot of elements that the roller hits consecutively, um, it doesn't, it only has enough ink for one pass, right? So like your rollers only pick up enough ink for the form one time each, each go around. So if that should be easy to resolve though, when you move the plate to a different place, that should rectify it. If you flip your plate, uh, horizontal instead of vertical or vice versa, like that should solve it. So there's easy ways to identify what the issue is and, you know, just try one thing at a time mm-hmm. <laughs> and hopefully one of them will fix it. And if all else fails, um, then plate issues are, are, I don't think they're that uncommon. I think that they happen more than we really know that they do because yeah. it's, I mean, we've talked about the development process for photopolymer plates in another episode and it's, you're literally washing off the part that doesn't harden. And so a lot of us are using like really fine scripts and those little hairlines are really tiny and they're beautiful, and when they do work right and they make an impression, they are absolutely freaking gorgeous, which is why we gorgeous. love them. And, you know, but sometimes it just happens. I mean, the other day I was printing a job that had some really fine hairlines and some really, really light text, and there was, like, a hyphen in between two words. It was a date, so it was 20, like, 25 or whatever it was. And the hyphen did not make it. It was like still there, but I could tell that it wasn't as like even as the rest of the plate. It wasn't and getting the, inked. Yeah, it wasn't getting yeah. inked. And the rest of the text around it was doing just fine. Um, there were other hairlines and things that I know that we had to add a, we had to add a stroke to it. So I know that that's probably the issue. But um, I tried everything I could think of and came down to nothing being able to solve it. So new plates, <laughs> new plates were the solution. Yep. Um, You could also try to correct some areas with plates uh, if it is a plate issue. You could try to correct it in the moment by adding a little bit of tape underneath, something, any tape that's like super thin. Um, But for the most part, you'll probably just want to request a new plate. But there is like still a few things like let's say. If you don't have time. You could try. You could at least try it. Like all is not lost, but you'll probably want a new plate. Um, And then you just reminded me of something else, which is that to get perfect inking doesn't necessarily mean like everything should be 100% uniform. And I don't know if like anyone's going to like give me backlash for that, but I have noticed just like with impression that if I have a plate where there's a lot of artwork on this side and very little artwork on this side, that the space that has a lot of artwork kind of needs the roller to sit a little bit closer to it so that it's getting like more good inking. But then that area that doesn't have a lot of artwork gets like over inked if the roller impression is exactly the same as it is above. So again, that could be maybe I just haven't dialed in 100% the right roller height. Um, 
but I have found that sometimes my plates that have a like an uneven distribution of artwork, the areas that have less artwork kind of need the roller height to be a little bit higher yeah. so that there's not so much pressure on them. Yeah, and I think, I mean, again, like we've talked about in so many different formats now, but when you have a really small plate versus a really large plate, everything is different. It's just like nothing is the same for a little tiny uh, business card size thing versus a full A7 suite with yeah. detail and artwork and stuff. It's like those two things are going to be handled completely differently. So, um, you know, it's a case by case basis. Um, yeah. yeah. If you, if you do have too much ink, um, there's a couple ways you can <laughs> try and correct that. Um, I personally like to just like wipe the rollers. Like I'll leave them on the press. I'll just grab like a dry shop towel and I will just wipe as much as I can. I've definitely done this where like I'll put a thicker ink like green or something or even black or opaque white onto the press and it like I'm I'm too impatient to let it all ink out and like spread evenly so then I'll have like chunks that are thicker and then if on my rollers there's a thick section of ink I will definitely just like wipe the whole roller off as best as I can make sure there aren't any fuzzies which by the way should probably fall under their possible inking a category uh, inking issues category. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you have Fuzzies any kind or like of... flecks of oil-based ink, especially like flecks of oil-based ink for sure, or even rubber-based, like rubber. Yeah. Just because rubber inks don't skin the same way oil does, doesn't mean that the top surface is perfect all the time. Like my black for sure has these like gunky little chunks in it. Yeah. And I always like before I put ink on the press, even if I am taking it straight out of the can because it doesn't need to be mixed, I still will go through and like pretend like I'm mixing it to make sure I've I've pulled out all the little chunks, but I've also had bugs land on my ink disc. (laughs) Your favorite. I can only imagine how much you love that. Like a little tiny titsy fly lands on my ink disc. And now you have to like get that out, get it off your roller. Get So yeah, the, that could be a totally different topic, but yeah. <laughs> Issues. That's, that's a hazard yeah, you, of printing in a garage. <laughs> a fuzzy from a towel or just the environment, if it gets on your roller, it is going, to, it could possibly just get stuck on your plate to begin with, or it's going to pick up ink. And then every time it goes by your plate, it is going to mm-hmm. over ink that area and yeah. create chaos. It could be really annoying. And then you can also just like, sometimes if it's not hitting where you need it, like where you're trying to fix, it's like, you just stare at it the whole time you're printing and you're like, I want to grab that little tiny fuzzy, but I don't want to interrupt the whole process. <laughs> grab that <laughs> just fuzzy. Go, just go in and get it. Go in and get it. Cause it'll travel to where you don't want it at some point, regardless of where it starts. So. Yeah. Um. So what I tend to do is because I am always worried about fuzzies with my rollers um, I actually scrape the ink off the ink disc with like one of my palette knives and then I'll let the rollers re-ink the ink disc. Um, yeah. it is, it's much more, it's much more complicated to remove ink and it's more time consuming to remove ink than it is to add it. So whenever Agreed. you're starting a job, like start cautious, light. start light, build it up. And it's, it's hard when you have like an ink color that's mostly transparent white that like no matter what you're going to be able to see right through to the ink disc like totally it's 
hard to tell how much ink you have on there. So you really need to get familiar with the sounds of your ink. And like we said earlier, it was kind of an interjection, but humidity can always affect this. So there are different additives that you could put into ink to create less tackiness. Um, I don't use any additives and I don't think Mariah does either. But if you are in a very humid climate and if you are maybe in like a not very well controlled climate studio, you may want to look into having some of those additives on hand because there have been times where I knew for sure it would have benefited me to have some of that, but I just haven't like yeah. stocked any up yet. Yeah, I um, I print in very cold conditions and I print in very hot, humid conditions because it's Minnesota. <laughs> And I will say that like the humidity definitely becomes a factor, obviously for paper, because paper and humidity are not friends, but also for um, ink, because when it's really humid, I will find that like my rollers slip or my ink disc like doesn't like it has mostly to do with like the rollers and the traction of the ink. But um, yeah, humidity can be a real a real pain um, to print in just aside from the whole paper factor. And then with really cold conditions, if your press is too cold, um, the ink won't properly adhere to the rollers or to the form as well. So um, yeah, we're going to have to do an episode on like cold weather printing because I could give you all kinds of tips and tricks on that. But the gist is like, you got to have your ink and your like press between like 60 and 90 degrees. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in that ballpark. I think 90 might be too hot. Yeah. It's probably like 60 yeah. and like 78 I think like 60 and 80 is like fine. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you can, can definitely you can get... finagle your way around that, but yeah. 60 and 80 is probably perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Just to revisit the removing ink really quick, though, if you are going to try to remove ink, um, be very, very careful that if you're going to use press wash or oil or whatever you use to clean off either your ink disc or your rollers, you want to make sure that those chemicals are not are completely cleaned and completely kept separate from the ink that you do want to keep on your press because it will contaminate it. Um, and it honestly could be a reason that you're having inking issues to begin with. Like I know for sure I walked into the garage one day and started to print a job without double checking that all the oil had been completely removed from my rollers. And so now my ink was just a little bit too oily and it was giving me these weird like smudgy halos. And yeah, that was the issue to begin with. So make sure those rollers are clean before Before you start, start. Yeah, before you even start. And then keep like press wash and oil very separate from any ink that you want to print with yeah and plates too make sure your plates are clean and dry before you get started um a lot of times when you order photopolymer plates they run a proof of those so you always Mm want to like give them a little like wipe down with a dry cloth before you start just because they do wipe them off um and you never know what they're using or maybe somebody accidentally picks up a dirty towel instead of a clean one you know like you never know so just clean everything before you start um and hopefully you'll avoid some of those possible issues to begin with yeah Nip them in the bud, if you will. Yeah. And then just a random one last ad, because I feel like we didn't talk about it. But one of your inking issues might just be that, like, your print is coming out more peppered or speckled than usual. Um, 
And one thing, easy thing you could do is double print it. You can mm-hmm. hit it twice. Um, but you also might need to add on another roller. So if your press can accommodate three, but you're only using two, or I don't know anybody, but maybe somebody uses one. I don't know if anyone does. Seems possible. I don't know. Seems possible. Um, Those additional rollers just help make sure that ink is getting spread across your artwork. So if you're seeing a lot of speckling, it might be because you're printing like more of a solid area or just kind of bigger artwork. And you might not be noticing the extreme things that we've been talking about, like one side is light and the other side is dark or something isn't printing at all. You might just be dissatisfied with the quality of your even print. Um, So you could hit it twice. And then the other thing that I've been playing around with that I've actually had a lot of success with is raising my roller height just a little bit and adding a little extra ink onto the press. So it's almost like the... Because if you keep your roller height the same, but you add more ink, you're actually just squishing the ink onto the side of your plates. Like it's yeah. not going to build up on top of the plate. But if you give a little bit more of a gap, and this is like micro gap, like you shouldn't be able to see yeah. it. But if you're giving your rollers just a little bit more breathing room in between them and the plate you'll actually be able to apply a slightly thicker amount of ink to your plate without it seeping over into the sides which if you're gonna do a deep impression if you have any ink on the sides of your photopolymer or your type or whatever you're gonna see those and you're gonna be very unhappy with the quality of your print yeah Becomes a kind of a sloppy, a sloppy print uh, very quickly if you have too much ink. So you have to be very cautious with that. Um, Just because like you lose all that crispness. And I also think that like mixing opaque white versus transparent white can be hugely helpful in like coverage amounts and everything. too. So there's a lot of nuance to ink itself. Um, Aside from actual issues, I think there's a lot of things we could talk about that help improve, you know, the actual ink coverage that you get. But yeah, well, I hope that if you um, have experienced any inking issues that you will find this episode very helpful. Um, Just make sure you keep in mind to only change one variable at a time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It is, it's a letterpress is like, it's an art for patient people. Even though I don't identify as a patient person, I've learned to be patient with letterpress because problem solving. if you're change, if you're trying to change too many of the variables at once, you're actually going to create more problems for yourself, and you will yeah. spend more time trying to fix something that could be a very very simple tweak. Yeah, and uh, I myself just last week was dealing with an inking issue and texting Jillian, and I told her that I changed two things at once, and so I would never know which one actually fixed it. So. <laughs> Again, do as we say, not as we do. But yeah, it really does help if you can identify the actual issue and the actual solution, because then if it happens again, you're better prepared for it and you know immediately what to try. So um, yeah, great point, Jillian. Great point. Thank you. This was a great episode. (laughs) 
Yeah. Thanks for Yay. listening, everybody. Um, hopefully we helped you solve another problem with your press because they are never ending and we are here for you every step of the way. So um, best of luck with your inking issues. <laughs> Let us know if you found a solution or had an issue that we did not identify here and we'll be happy to help uh, help you troubleshoot or share your wealth of knowledge with the rest of the people out here. So, Yes. And if you... Um... If you are listening to this and you have past inking issues that you would like to submit, or if in the future you have inking issues, share them with us because we'd like to maybe create like a little um, photo catalog of like what different inking issues can look like. Because I do think it really helps when you can visually identify like, okay, that's what it looks like when I have too much ink on my plate, or that's what it looks like when my roller height needs to be adjusted. So please share with us. We love to see it. We love to um, laugh with you and cry with you over these (laughs) stressful situations. Yeah, we're here for you. So, And you... And you could do that over at Hot Off the Press Pod on Instagram. Send us photos into our DMs or tag us in any of your posts, and we will reshare and and save those in our archives for future discussions. Um, But also, while you're sitting around on the web, you could come over to our website, hotoffthepresspodcast.com where you can learn a lot more about this episode and every other episode. Um, You can learn more about Mariah and I, and you can also access some of our amazing resources, the first of which is our letterpress supply guide. Yeah, we created a resource for printers uh, who are just starting off and just building their shops. And it's for people who have a shop and just need to keep it well stocked or want to learn about our favorite tools and tips and tricks in some cases. Um, It's literally got everything that we ever keep in our shops. So we are ready to print at any time. It also has uh, vendors in a dozen different categories for type and presses and parts and all the things you need to get printing. So if you are a new printer or a experienced printer, we have done the research to collect all the resources and all the links. So you don't have to look all through your bookmarks and screenshots and saved things and everything else to find the stuff you need. So (laughs) yay. (laughs) Yay. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. We uh, will be here next week with another episode that we can't wait to bring you. And until then, bye. bye.